Welcome to Mike and Joe Consulting. Allow us to introduce ourselves. I'm Mike Bonaventure. And I'm Joe Fabrizio. And together, we are Mike and Joe Consulting. Mike and Joe Consulting is sponsored by LadyLawPublishing.com. Our podcasts are going to be a combination of myself or Joe or the two of us and on occasion, guest speakers from different industries and different businesses throughout the nation. Together, Joe and I will share more than 70 years combined personal and professional experiences in many diversified fields. We are entrepreneurs, we've consulted entrepreneurs, and we have a wide range of experience in many different social issues. Thank you for joining us. Today's podcast is Failure Eludes Me. Hello everyone. Welcome to Lady Law Publishing Speakers Bureau. I'm Mike Bonventry, one of the speakers under Lady Law Publishing Speakers Bureau. Today we're going to talk about a program that I've been promoting for many, many years called Failure Eludes Me. Why do I have the right to brag that failure eludes me? Because no matter what I've done in my life, I've learned the key ingredients to success. Now, does that mean that everything I do ends perfect? Does that mean that everything I do makes a million dollars? Absolutely not. But I've never experienced a real failure. The keys to business are very simple. It's not complicated at all. It's customer service. It's quality service. It's consistent service. Take your mind off the money. I was lucky enough to grow up in a family business. The year I was born, my father started his own business. It was a service business. So growing up with my father, as I got older, I was able to work with him on weekends and summer vacations. He built his own house uh, over a several year period, a little bit at a time as he could afford it. So I worked with the contractors, the bricklayers, the siders, the roofers, the electricians. I was exposed to entrepreneurs from a young age. There was a local diner where all the entrepreneurs used to sit around a big round table and have coffee with the owner of the restaurant. The restaurant was open 24 hours a day. So anytime you went there, there was a good chance that there were eight or nine or 10 entrepreneurs sitting at that table. As a young man, I was exposed to hundreds of people 20 years older than me. And I got to see the money hungry people who were always chasing money. I got to see the short cutters who were always looking for new suckers to do business with because nobody would promote them. But then I sat with people like my father and successful people who didn't make as much money as those money-hungry people, but made a great deal of money, kept it all, and saved a ton on marketing and advertising because the word of mouth was fantastic. So being in business, people naturally come to you complaining that their bosses are idiots and all they need is money. If they had money, they could do anything. So over the years, I found a few of them interesting And kind of like an early shark tank, I would finance them, take a percentage of the business, 
and try to help them build their dream into a reality. What we found out in most of the cases of people who didn't succeed, and notice I'm never going to use the word failure. Failure eludes me. We've never failed at anything. We've cut some things short. We've stopped doing things, but we never considered it a failure. One day I told my father I took on a 90-day partnership, lost $10,000. I failed. And he looked at me. He said, you didn't fail, Mike. He said, during that 90 days, did you learn a lot? And I said, well, yeah. He said, you learn valuable lessons that will never, never happen again. As a matter of fact, you invested $10,000 in 90 days of your life to learn a valuable lesson that you could never learn in two or four years of college, and certainly not for $10,000. That $10,000 loss, that realization that that business was not going to be uh, a lasting business, was worth more than any four-year college degree. That $10,000 investment into that knowledge, into that practical experience, is going to save you and make you hundreds of thousands of dollars throughout your future. We've never spent a lot of money on marketing and advertising. I just don't see the sense of paying $1,000 a month for a billboard that's stuck in one part of the highway. I'd rather spend $75 or $100 on a magnetic sticker or vinyl stickers on my car that can be seen 24 hours a day, all parts of my community, and even when I travel out of state. That one-time investment is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. So the other thing is creating a trademark. What's your trademark? Early on, I decided I'm going to be known as the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. For years, I've worn a Hawaiian shirt in cargo pants. Long pants in the winter, cutoffs in the summer. I've spoken to multi-billion dollar corporations, small and medium corporations. I consulted for government, county, and state law enforcement agencies. You may not remember my name. You may not remember my business name. But you're going to find me very easily just by asking around about the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. That's my trademark. Aside of going above and beyond the call of duty, servicing my clients to the utmost of my ability. Okay, this, this camera is not going to stay, so I'm going to show you my side wall is all, I love the ocean. I got married in Maui, and my office has all kinds of ocean decorations, and this camera just doesn't want to stay off of them. So, um, improvising, going with the flow. Taking it as it comes. That's all part of being successful in business. Mastering your camera. And you know what? We're going to continue on. Failure eludes me is a very simple concept. Everything you do, you do the best of your ability. You give your customers the best service you can possibly think of. You review your competitors. And you provide what everybody's complaining that they don't provide. 
And the key, really, to most businesses, whether they're service or, or educating or carpentry or landscaping, whatever it is, show up on time. Answer your phone. People will wait two weeks for you as long as they don't have to wait two hours to hear from you. If you haven't called me back within two or three hours, I'm calling the next person. And once they answer the phone, I'm committing to them. Sorry, you snooze, you lose. So answer your calls. Answer them in person. Don't use automated push one, push two, push five, push 16, because you're losing me in about 60 to 90 seconds. Show up on time. Give an estimate, maybe even a little higher than you know you're going to do it for, so that when you show up, and you do your excellent service, you can actually give them a break. They'll love you for saving $10, $20, $30, $50. And in the end, they're going to talk about you. And what they talk about with me is, you know that big bald-headed guy with the Hawaiian shirt? My goodness, he answered the phone. He was professional. He was on time. He did everything I expected him to do, and he did a little bit more. If you just adopt those things, no matter what you're doing, success will be around every corner. My father's motto when I was growing up was, don't pay attention to the money. Be the best you can be, and money will chase you like a junkyard dog. And he was right. People don't mind giving you a tip. People don't mind referring you. The money that I've saved on marketing and advertising is, is just amazing because we have satisfied customers. And we have satisfied customers not only locally, but around the state, around the United States, and even worldwide now thanks to social media, LinkedIn, Facebook. So today, folks, I'm going to encourage you to join my YouTube channel. We're going to be putting on events, getting in-depth with real people, asking questions and getting answers about their particular dreams and hobbies and goals. If you've watched uh, Undercover Boss, you'll see that most big corporate execs have no clue what's going on in their franchises and in their corporations. Not only don't they know what's going on, most of them are incapable of performing those duties. So are you in 100 employees making one person at the top rich when really you're the backbone of the business? Without you, they don't make a good impression. Without you, they don't deliver a satisfactory service. Without you, they can't rake in the millions. Now, not everybody's geared to be an entrepreneur, but if you are, if you're frustrated every day that you're getting minimum wage or even a good wage, but you could do it better, then just do it. Fear causes failure. Second guessing causes failure. There's an old saying that in sales, you're going to hear 99 no's for every yes. So when somebody says yes to me, 
I go out there and do my best to find 99 no's so that I can hurry up and get to the next yes. No's are not defeat. No's are not negative. No's are an opportunity to figure out how to re represent yourself, how to do it better, how to nail down your camera so it doesn't float around the room on you. So first impressions are your impressions. Remember when you're valuing your business and your employees, your receptionist is more important than you and your service workers. Your receptionist is the first impression that people get when they call your business. You don't want them hearing, yeah, yeah, all right, I don't know, I'll check. You want to hear a nice, cheerful, hi, thank you for calling Lady Law Publishing. How can we help you today? That's the first impression people get. Your service, your salespeople are second. But as good as they are, they're worthless if the actual uh, service people don't do what the salespeople promise. So make sure that your salespeople and your service people are connected on the same page and coexist seamlessly because without them without your service people your salespeople are just making second bad impressions and then your service people make sure that you're in touch don't be an undercover boss that comes out of the uh, crystal palace once in 10 years and just has no clue how their business is running be in touch with your employees Make sure that your employees are interchangeable. We've consulted many service route businesses, and each route person has established their own little fiefdom. We change them up. You're going to do route one this month. You're going to do route two next month. You're going to do route three the month after that, and we're going to keep you interchanged so you don't develop your own way of doing things which slips slowly but permanently away from the company mission. Keep everybody interchangeable. If somebody gets COVID, they're replaced by somebody else who knows their customers, has serviced their customers, and everybody does it the same way. Simple, tiny, little things. Are you going to be loved for it? No. But you know what? It's kind of like kids. If everybody hangs out at your house and everybody loves your parents, there's a good chance you're all getting away with something and getting over on them. Same way in business. Your business is like a newborn baby. When it's hungry and it's crying for something, you don't go cut the grass or wash the dog. You feed the baby. Your business is your baby. Your business is going to grow to be your child. And your child is going to turn into a bunch of friends, which are called employees. And you have to rule the roost. And you do it not by being a dictator, not by being a mean, uh, threatening boss. You do it by being involved, by establishing a rapport with the people that work not for you, with you. These people aren't your slaves and your servants. They're the key to your success. That's why failure eludes me. No matter what industry, 
you invite me into. Even if I don't have a clue about it, I have the basics starting from the top down that will improve your existing business or help you start your own business with minimal mistakes, minimal expenses. So, contact us at Mike and Joe at MikeAndJoeConsulting.com to suggest topics or potential guests for our show.